Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates, advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint. Faster by good evening at half past five. This is Update for Friday 5th of January 2024 from Manx Radio. 30 minutes looking at the latest news on the island. Background to that news, we've got sport and business and sea watch and travel updates and the newsmakers in person this evening. The latest on the steam packet industrial dispute. No road to Braddon Leisure Centre. Gas disconnections recommence tomorrow. Homestay gets a new operator and the Ravens face Charnock Richard tomorrow at the bowl. Man Benham for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of 6 o'clock, the update news headlines, Fastamai, Siobhan Fletcher. Fastamai. The Isle of Man Steam Packet Company says it will withdraw a letter of notice sent to officers three days before Christmas. That's if the union Nautilus agrees to stop industrial action. It's confirmed it's also met with the Manx Industrial Relations Service for an initial mediation meeting. Isle of Man Energy is expected to continue carrying out gas disconnections next week, following a short pause over the festive period. The company's practices came under the spotlight in November, but it insisted it only stopped supplies to those who failed to engage with it on outstanding depths. Following a tender process, a new operator has been appointed to oversee the Isle of Man homestay scheme for the upcoming tourism season. Local firm Homestay IOM Limited will manage all aspects of the scheme for at least the next three years. Further afield, as flooding grips large parts of England with warnings covering 250 locations, there's now a fresh alert for cold weather. From tomorrow and for the next six days, the UK health security agencies worried about widespread frost turning pools of water to ice. TV presenter Kate Garraways announced the death of her husband in a post online, adding, I was so lucky to have you in my life. Derek Draper had been battling several years of serious health complications due to coronavirus. And David Soul, who played the blonde detective Hutch in the cop show Scarcy and Hutch, has died at the age of 80. There are your headlines, news at six. Secure tomorrow today, with Man Benham's guidance on powers of attorney and more. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Jeremiah, thank you, Siobhan, from the Ronalds Way Met Office. No wind warning in operation for the North Irish Sea. State of sea currently is slight. And the weather this evening, dry. Uh, some clear periods down to three degrees. There may be a slight frost away from the northwesterly. Uh, for Saturday, Jassan, dry with sunny intervals, isolated showers on a light to moderate north-northwesterly, up to 7 degrees tomorrow, overnight minimum into Sunday, 1 degree that is, giving risk of frost and icy patches, and for Jaduni, dry with bright spells, a freshening easterly wind, top temperature 6 Celsius. High water is at 6 minutes to 6 in about 20 minutes' time. Low water, half past midnight. High water tomorrow morning, 11 minutes before 7. The sun rises at 24 minutes to 9. Manx Glass and Glazing can supply and install single, double and triple glazing. Call 674-573 or visit the showroom on the Snugborough Trading Estate. 
It looks as though there's been a breakthrough in the dispute between the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company and a maritime union. Tessa Hawley with the latest news. Today, the Steam Packet Company has confirmed it's working with all parties on a proposal to resolve what it says it sees as the outstanding issues regarding live-on-board arrangements. Now it says it will withdraw the notice letters sent to staff in December, three days before Christmas. This, the steam packet says, is in exchange for Nautilus agreeing to stop the current industrial action with immediate effect. Nautilus says its members voted to take action because of management threats to force through contractual changes that would significantly reduce time ashore with loved ones. From December the 27th, union members refused to work overtime or in positions outside of their contracted rank. It's this action which has seen passenger services on the Manxman reduced to one return sailing a day and freight being brought in via the MV Arrow instead. Now, follow-up meetings between the parties are scheduled for later this month. If, after these meetings, there's no agreement, the steam packet says it will go to arbitration through the Manx Industrial Relations Service. Nautilus maintains it is willing to discuss a resolution and has encouraged steam packet management to make a genuine offer that's acceptable without the threat of fire and rehire. The union says it also expects the employer to abide by the collective bargaining agreement and commit to arbitration should these latest talks fail to find that agreement. The steam packet adds the contingency schedule will continue in the immediate short term, but if agreement is reached regarding the notice letters and the industrial action, the company says it expects to be able to provide two sailings a day on the Manxman once again. There is a brand new leisure centre in Braddon, but visitors to it won't be allowed to use hospital roads to get to it. The Department of Health and Social care claims it has safety concerns if this access were given. Here's the story from our local democracy reporter, Emma Draper. The Department of Health and Social Care says it hasn't given permission for Braddon commissioners to use hospital roads for its new leisure centre. Original plans included access through the hospital grounds. However, after building work started, the DHSC requested alternative access to the centre. The DHSC says it has to prioritise the safety of staff and patients, as well as access for emergency service vehicles. And there are safety concerns including a lack of street lighting and increased traffic on the site. The planning application for the dedicated road from Ballaroats was supported by the department because it addressed the risks outlined by itself and Manx Care. This was approved in May last year. A licence could be given to the commissioners at no cost to build a dedicated access road, which the department claims it is committed to providing. Brennan Commissioners says it will have the building handed over to it next week, with the aim of opening the centre as soon as physically and legally possible. The roundhouse has been delayed a number of times, which the local authority has attributed to inflation and delays with sourcing building materials. It's also had problems with meeting the cost of the development, which was first budgeted at just over £6 million, but has since had to ask the Department of Infrastructure for approval to take out a loan. Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. After a winning end to 2023, FC Alaman face a tough task to start the new year when they host Inform Charnock Richard at the Bowl tomorrow. Ravens boss Paul Jones was asked how much of a confidence boost they'd had from winning their last match against Bursco, which ended a previous four-game losing streak. You can't look past 
past the fact that winning a game of football does give you a bit more confidence and a bit more belief and it, it's hard to say the same things over and over to the players when they're not getting three points and ultimately I've been pretty positive until the Colm game in how we were going and the progress we were making but getting that reassurance of points on the board after a game is important but in the cold light of day I thought we did some things far better in previous games and didn't win them but we did more than enough on, on certainly in the first half to, to see a half decent burst go side off and it certainly gives everybody a bit more of a spring in the step when you walk away with three points. This season China have played considerably fewer games than a lot of teams in the league and they're unbeaten in the last 10. They posing teams a really stiff test at this moment in time and we'll certainly need to be at our best to come away with the three points. We believe that we're capable of beating anybody in this league. We just need to turn up on the day and, and deliver a really solid performance. I think we've got to bring that kind of energy and intensity and forward running and you know all those kind of good things that we saw against Bursko still need to be there. I think there'll be times when we can maybe be a little bit more patient. You know, we can play two halves of football that are of good quality from a technical and tactical point of view, but we can't let our levels drop in terms of the running and the effort and the desire and the willingness to work hard for each other. That was very evident in the Bursko game and, and that's our minimum standard really going forward. And I think that the supporters recognise that when they see it and maybe in the Colm game we didn't see that enough, but we certainly did last Saturday and I look forward to seeing everybody deliver that again. We have some really good players at both ends of the pitch and they just need to make sure they show that quality to keep Charnock out and to score the chances that we will undoubtedly create. After Isle of Man Energy put a temporary stop to the practice in November, gas disconnections are expected to resume next week. The story from Lewis Foster. The company came under the spotlight in November with several customers said to have had their gas supply disconnected or being threatened with disconnection. While Isle of Man Energy insisted only stopped supplies to those who failed to engage with it on outstanding debts, it did commit to a short pause until the second week in January. During that time, Timwall pushed through legislation to try and prevent the most vulnerable customers being cut off in certain circumstances. A spokesperson for Isle of Man Energy told Manx Radio, we continue to ask customers to contact us if they have accrued debt due to unpaid bills and continued usage of gas. Disconnection is always a last resort and as we have previously outlined, our customer services teams are here to help. So we would ask customers not to ignore any communications from us on this and please do call us. We can work out payment plans, it says, to ensure that any debt has been built up is managed and that we don't need to take any other action. We're working closely with the OFT before any disconnections take place to ensure there is a robust and fair process in place. Well, Arbury Castletown and Malou MHK, Jason Morehouse shared an email exchange between himself and Isle of Man Energy CEO Joe Cox, adding the key message is, if you have an unpaid bill and you have not responded to the company's correspondence, please do so at the earliest opportunity. It's understood, he says, reconnection can take around five days to arrange, costs £60, and it's going to be much colder next week. Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. Motor vessel Mangsman departed Hisham at 10 past two. She'll be into Douglas Harbour in the next 10, 15 minutes or so. And then onto the Lynx Man. Of course, there is no departure this evening. The next departure tomorrow morning, Saturday morning, 8 a.m. Mangsman heads to Hisham. Like the Steam Packet on Facebook for the latest sailing information. 
flying newspapers and magazines to the Isle of Man to try and combat the current disruption to the sailings is cost prohibitive. The view of G.E. White Limited, the Isle of Man's wholesale news agent, which says that bad weather and the reduction in steam packet services due to industrial action is having a dramatic impact on businesses. But managing director Carl Goff says it's difficult to find another way to import goods. Newspaper publishers themselves actually pay for all the shipping to the island, so that's their responsibility and their decisions of how we do it. Normally, um, the plane comes into play when there isn't a sailing uh, scheduled. Uh, Sometimes on Saturday night, sailings come off for maintenance or whatever, and those are pre-booked with airlines to bring in. But you can't these days get aircraft at short notice. And quite honestly, the costs are so prohibitive for the publishers that they have to be very selective as when they can uh, afford to do that to the island. And um, even if there were planes available... Um, it is very much cost prohibitive. I mean, it's not just a case these days of throwing a few buttons of newspapers on a on the back of an aircraft. I mean, there's security, there's X-rays, uh, all all that with the, with air freight, and the cost is is prohibitive in many many cases. Generally, then, how important is it for the island to have a, a reliable freight service? I think what we need is consistency. I mean, we have uh, many partners in the local logistics chain who service us, um, and you know they've got very big operations that rely upon the freight service arriving on time every day and just like ourselves so consistency is is vital really uh, to all businesses on the Isle of Man whether it be our business or the local car repair shop who's waiting for a part to you know repair somebody's car Manx Radio Business Briefing at 17 minutes before 6 in corporate news Endeavour Mining the multinational mining company tanked after it announced late yesterday that President and Chief Exec Sebastian in the Montessou have been dismissed with immediate effect for serious misconduct. The sacking follows an investigation by the board into an irregular payment instruction issued by him in relation to an asset disposal undertaken by the company. The amount of this irregular payment instruction, $5.9 million. An endeavour which owns and operates gold mines in the Ivory Coast, Burkina Faso and Senegal said the board recently became aware of it in the course of a review of acquisitions and disposals, which ongoing. And for a full daily market report, go to ramseycrookall.com. New UK sales figures suggest growth in demand for new electric cars has flatlined. The number of electric cars sold reached record levels last year, but their share of the market didn't increase. The Society of Motor Manufacturers and Traders reported it means EVs failed to improve market share for the first time since 2018, raising concerns over green pledges. The figures have sparked calls for tax cuts to boost uptake among buyers after years of disruption caused by the pandemic and the shortage of vital computer chips the overall market for new cars is growing rapidly with 1.9 million vehicles registered in the uk in 2023 just under 18 percent more than the previous 12 months but evs accounted for 16.5 percent of new vehicles sold in the uk last year down slightly from the 16.6 purchased in 2022 although the total number of evs sold rose to a record 315,000 helped by generous tax incentives for company car users. Overall, UK car sales increased by the same amount. The Stock Market Report. 
Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European markets closed lower, rounding off a choppy first week of the new year. US stocks bounced back, gold slipped, and oil gained as US uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken prepared to visit the Middle East to try and prevent the Israel-Gaza conflict from widening. The numbers now from Ramsey Crookall. At the close in London, the FTSE 100 down four-tenths of a percent at 7,689. The DAX in Frankfurt down a tenth of a percent at 16,590. New York City, the Dow Jones Industrial currently up two-tenths of a percent at 37,508. The National Association of Securities Dealers Automated Quotations, the NASDAQ, is up half a percent at 14,585. The S&P 500 in Chicago up almost half a percent at 4,710. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling trading at one US dollar, 27.4 cents, one euro, 16.1 cents, and 23 South African rand, 77.7 cents. In commodities, gold's up almost four tenths of a percent at $2,050 per troy ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude up one and a third of a percent at $78.68. You've got an investment plan? Yeah, Mike set it up. But don't you need loads of money to do that? Not this one. It's called Shearwater from Ramsey Crookall, and you pay in monthly as little as £100. So it's like saving regularly, really helping us invest in the future for a house of the kids' education. £100 a month? I could easily do that. You should. The sooner you start, the better. Invest in your future with as little as £100 a month. Shearwater from Ramsey Crookall, the island's investment specialist for 75 years. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Of Man Water Sports. Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Here's the relevant information. If you're sailing, kayaking, windsurfing, paddleboarding, sea swimming, diving, or surfing this weekend for tomorrow. Saturday the 6th, the wind is north or northwesterly, force 3 or 4, wave height 0.5 metres, wave period 2 seconds, high water is at 6.49am, 1.15pm, sea temperature 11 Celsius. And for Sunday the 7th, the wind is northeasterly, force 2 or 3, wave height 0.4 metres, wave period 2 seconds, high waters 7.45am to 17pm. Manx Glass and Glazing are able to offer an emergency out-of-hours board up service. Call 491918. The Isle of Man in 30 minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wynn. Pastor Mike, good evening at 12 minutes before six. A new operator has been appointed to oversee the Isle of Man homestay scheme for the upcoming tourism season. The story from Siobhan Fletcher. Local firm Homestay IOM Limited will manage all aspects of the scheme for at least the next three years, including registrations, property inspections, fire safety requirements, and it also has plans to introduce an online booking facility. It replaces Mequando Limited, which has been responsible for the scheme for the last six. The new firm is a sister company of holiday lettings agency Island Escapes and will act on behalf of government agency Visit Isle of Man. Current homestay hosts with valid registrations will automatically be transferred over and will then need to renew with the new operators on the renewal date specified on their registration. The Isle of Man homestay scheme is compulsory for any households which wish to take the opportunity to host paying visitors for the TT races and the Manx Grand Prix. Registrations for this year's homestay scheme will open next Monday. Homestay IOM Limited says it will keep registration fees the same at £60 per property for a one-year registration and quality inspection. Hosts wishing to register for two years can do so for £80, equating to £40 per year. 
Manx Radio Sport. Faster my sports editor Rob Pritchard. Faster my good evening. Starting with football and the first senior Manx football action of 2024 takes place this weekend with cup competition taking centre stage on Saturday. 18 teams will contest the preliminary round of this year's ECAP FA Cup competition with ties starting at 1.15pm tomorrow. Elsewhere there are a selection of league matches taking place across the Canada Life Men's Premier League and the Combination Leagues on Saturday getting underway at 2pm. That's with the exception of St Mary's against Douglas Royal in Combination 1 which starts at 1.45. Meanwhile, a busy schedule to start 2024 gets underway tomorrow with the first Manx rugby fixtures of the new calendar year. Among them, Douglas host Vale of Loon at Portishe at 2pm on Saturday. Manx Radio's rugby correspondent Dave Christian believes, although Douglas lost to their visitors earlier in the season, things have changed since then. The squad that travelled that day is largely the same as the squad that they've got at the moment. The big difference is they've got some game time under their belts. The players are playing more as a team together and there's a whole lot more confidence down there at Portishe. Elsewhere, Vagabonds could go top of counties for ADM Legs Cheshire when they host Ellesmere Port at Bala Fletcher at 2.15 tomorrow. At the same time, there will also be two matches in the Ravenscroft Bank Shield. And finally, tomorrow marks the start of the 2024 men's and ladies season in Manx hockey with the opening day fixtures across the leagues taking place. One of the headline clashes sees defending ladies Premier League champions Castletown A face ladies top flight runners-up from last season Valkyrie A. Manx Raiders hockey correspondent Ben Cunningham is predicting an exciting match there and thinks they won't be the only two in the running for the ladies Prem title this time around. It's going to be a massive game, absolutely. Castletown Ladies A are looking really strong going into this campaign and I believe they've not lost any players from the last campaigns. They'll have a tough ask against Valkyrie's Ladies A team which will put up a good fight. You can see a full list of tomorrow's hockey fixtures at manxradio.com. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Inbound at Rundles Way, the 5.25 Logan Air from Manchester came in 10 minutes early. The half past seven EasyJet from Gatwick is on time. The 5.28 Logan Air returning patient transfer is on time. Then the 8 o'clock inbound Logan Air from London City on time. Outbound, the 6 o'clock Logan Air to Liverpool's on time. And then the 8 o'clock EasyJet back to London Gatwick on time. The Mountain Road still closed between Ramsey and the bungalow for work to stabilise the area after the landslip should be wrapped up by this Sunday. In Colby, phase closures on the Ballock Hill Ferry Road for water main work. Hillside Avenue Douglas closed through to Circular Road for adjacent office window replacement. And Switzerland Road's got a section closed for construction work till November of this year. Big construction. Key and Drogard Road in Andrus closed in phases through to May for water main work. And just uh, north of the village, temporary lights on the Bride Road. They may have gone by now, but they're still doing that patching work in Andrus. South of Kirk Michael, temporary closures on the Ballalai Road for water main work. The Silverdale Road's closed between the Ballamoda and the Fildraw Road for resurfacing. And off-road, the Heritage Trail's closed between Crosby and Glen Vine for duct insulation work. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre with one year's free engine warranty from Castrol. Get more with Keyside. Work to rebrand a ShopRite store in Castletown into a Tesco starts this weekend. Chair of the Commissioners Jamie Horton says it's an exciting change for the town and hopes it will encourage more businesses to move south. It's it's like a double-edged sword. I mean, we're, we're disappointed to hear about what happened with ShopRite. Obviously, uh, I think the whole island is. But then it's also exciting for the town that um, Tesco's have 
finally deci- decided finally to, to come to Castletown as, as it's well documented we tried to get him in Castletown 10 years ago but the board at that time uh, didn't want them to come which I think was a major major mistake and one of the biggest downfalls of that time but um, now we've got Tesco's in and I think um, I think it's good for the town I think they're a big name they can attract other names into the town so I'm looking forward to when the the, the shop reopens in February I'm looking forward to what they see but there's, there's lots of rumours going around about what they're going to do with the shop whether they're going to open a, a meat counter or a, or a bakery counter or anything else like that we don't know but whatever they do I'm sure it's going to be good for Castletown the, the trouble is with when new businesses do approach us as a, as a board you know we bring them in with open arms of course we would but unfortunately we have not got the stock or the buildings to put them in the, the shops are privately owned or privately rented out and at the moment as with everywhere but especially with Castletown the rents are so high the new businesses are bulking at it and don't want to come into Castletown because it's a small town with a small population it is a bit of a gamble Update brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Fast by, thanks for joining us uh, this evening. It's five minutes before six. This is Andy with you through till six o'clock and after six, Rob Pritchard here with Friday Sport and the preview. Derry Kizzik's being recognised with a British Empire Medal, a BEM, for outstanding contribution to charitable, cultural and community work in the Isle of Man. For more than 27 years, Derry Kizzik's led the Purple Helmets, which entertained thousands, possibly millions of people and raise funds for Manx Charities. Quite taken aback, to be honest, and I've been sort of walking on eggshells or walking on air, I suppose, really. I suppose my first reaction was, I hope I'm worthy of this. Apparently, I've had lots of nice messages from people, so it's put my mind at rest. We've been a great team over the years. What I did originally was get these guys into show business, if you like. They were already formed and riding around with the big coats on. We needed to raise some money for the Southern Motorcycle Club, and they readily agreed to do a show. We'd never done a show before. They said, well, what will we call ourselves? One suggested that they might copy the White Helmets display team. Somebody else laughed and said, be more like the Purple Helmets. That's how it was conceived. It's gone on. It was for one night only. Here we are 27 years later, been all over the world, tongue-in-cheek. We'd call ourselves the world famous because nobody had ever heard of us. But I certainly can't take all the credit for the money raising and that sort of thing. As they say, there's no I in team. We just did what we did. It was rather nice to be able to give money to charity. We didn't obviously set out to make money. It wasn't about that. It was to make people laugh because there's too many serious people in this world. It all takes place somehow. And there's a brand new day tomorrow, I always think. That's it for update tonight, compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks to newsreader Siobhan Fletcher, producer Beth Espy. Rob's here after the news. Greatest hits at 6.30 with Chris Kinley. Sweet and Swing with Howie Kane. Some jazz at 9. Rhianne Evans here at 10 after hours. That's it. Have a great weekend. Update returns Monday at 5.30. W. I.